0: Thank <laughs> And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate,
1: Captain Patrick Berry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information, and uh, covered it accordingly. Last weekend, big boat show down there in Miami, Um, uh, you know, indications, I, I don't know, I heard some people said it was a little slower than usual, and then I've heard other people said it was great. I think it depends on your perspective, maybe, it's hard to say, that's anecdotal, I mean, the official press release says what they're burying the boater, from, uh, uh, from the they, boat show they, people.
2: They believe a little bit under a hundred thousand, okay. but <laughs> it, it really your perspective is your perspective is between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, Saturday was a beautiful day. Sunday, Noah's Ark was out there at the boat show. Right, it was kind of
1: a washout on Sunday, so it could have put a damper on the. On the crowd. All of
2: Florida was a washout on Sunday. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, on t- Saturday, it was a washout up here in Orlando. So I knew it was heading, heading south. So, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I heard Saturday actually was pretty good. But those are the big attendance days for the general public. And if you take one of them away, that might have hurt the show a little bit on the yeah. attendance numbers. But heck, if they got close to 100 uh, grand, you know, that, you know what? What's Trending most important? Okay, I
2: guess. What's most important is if the manufacturer sold boats, if people were really interested, and in not just shopping.
1: Right. Well, what? You know, what? Uh, what can you shed on uh, light on this, uh, Captain Patrick? What do you think?
3: Oh, I got to tread carefully, Greg. Okay. <laughs> <Do> you? Why? <laughs> because of our pre-show meeting. <laughs> um. So. If we go back to back when it was on Virginia Key, say the last, uh, so two years ago. Well, 2019, they had, uh, what is that number? Man, that screen is right. 91,518. The next year they had 82,171. And that was at Key Biscayne, right? Those, those were the, yeah, those the, were the, okay. the, the last two, uh, shows at the uh, Marine Stadium Marina on Virginia Key. Mm-hmm. And then they moved back into the uh, convention center in Miami Beach. So what we had were reports of uh, over a hundred thousand. And then this year was just under a hundred thousand. Could contribute that to weather. I, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Um, because I think when people are planning on going to this boat show, especially Miami. I don't think people wake up like on a Saturday or Sunday morning and say, Hey, what would you like to do today? Hey, let's go sit in traffic for five hours and go to the boat show. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think, I think by and large, they've already got this planned out. You know, it's like going to the Super Bowl or something like that, where you got it planned out a year, two years in advance. You know, you've got your hotel reservations made, everything like that, whether really, because a good part of it is going to be inside. Uh, yeah. Certainly the outside displays, I'll be honest with you, probably not a better time, to be honest, to go to a boat that's out on the water and in water display or boat running that may still be taking place to see how that boat handles or how watertight that boat is in those type of conditions. Well, I'm mean, just saying uh, it's a it's missed true. opportunity.
1: Well, I think it's uh, partially true. I mean, you got to remember Saturday and Sunday are going to be day tripper days. So there's going to be people that live around Miami, like Barry the Boater, that uh, could pretty much make a spur-of-the-moment uh, decision to go out to well, a boat I, show on Saturday and Sunday. That's when they get their big general public numbers. Now, those people aren't necessarily the big uh, buyers, though, either. You know, they're more of the tire I kickers. Or, well, I mean, uh, it's a little well,
2: bit. Uh, Patrick would know because, you know, he knows one manufacturer rather closely. So I, well, I know several manufacturers. Manufacturers from- rather closely. Because of my time in the industry, which, as
3: of April, will be my 38th year. Man, he's so, old. 38, 48, 48, yeah. I started when I was a teenager right, in the industry, exactly. Greg. Mm-hmm. So you're
2: 70. 172.
3: Okay. I, am <laughs> young, I am younger than both of you combined. Let's uh, put it that way. I don't know. What? I don't think that's <laughs> accurate. No. My but regardless.
1: absolute. I mean, yeah. wouldn't you, would you agree that most of the people, when they're actually going to the boat show... In Miami or any major boat show, the the ones that are really looking at look we're we're going to buy something. Uh, They're going to come usually on Thursday during you know preview day, where they get more schmooze and more time with the sales folks without the crowds uh, compared to a Saturday or Sunday. What do you think, uh, Patrick? Disagree.
3: Uh, And the reason being is because if you believe in the hey boat show last couple days, they got they weren't maybe there's more deals to be had. Well, they maybe had some. maybe yeah. maybe you had some manufacturers that they didn't see the sales numbers that we saw that being the manufacturer that I worked for and you know that the the day that I was there uh, that friday so the show had been open for two days uh i think i had reported last weekend on the new 50 center helm that we unveiled as of the end of the week this past week we had nine solid orders on that model for wow. something that was just unveiled. And we're talking something that retails, not boat show pricing, but is going to retail just north of 2.2 mil. Okay. And not that's not even counting the other boats that we had on display and the other, because, uh, of course, we have dealers not just from that area of the state, but we have dealers that come in. From all over that are also hosting, possibly customers of theirs, potential customers or repeat buyers. Yeah, hey, you want to come down to Miami for you know we'll fly in and you go to the boat show and you know let's let's you know take you on this thing. And then we have a lot of that uh, traffic that then flows north up to Orlando post boat show people that want to come to the factory and you know get a better closer look at the manufacturing process and really get into the depth of. Oh yeah, this is what I'm gonna order and this is the op these are the options that I want.
1: Right. Well I, and I totally get get that that you're gonna have that quality of uh attendee, but you're also gonna get the weekenders that are coming in that may not uh you know, they may be thinking about getting a boat in the next year and they wanna just go out and see what's out there and uh sightsee, tire kick well, a little bit. You know what I mean? Browse well, it,
2: What's funny is is that you also had the uh Coconut Grove Art Festival, so you'll have one group Uh, Of a couple, you'll have one side that wants to go to the boat show and, you know, check those out. And then you have the other side that, oh, look at that, all that artsy stuff and wants to go there. Interesting Mm. thing. The
3: Coconut Grove Art Festival reported attendance over 150,000 people. Wow.
2: But they were also open on Monday. I
3: take that back.
2: 175,000. Okay, they All were right. still opened on Monday, so <laughs> I'm just saying. Patrick Sunday, is just making was, numbers yeah. up
1: now, just to be no, I, I, accurate. I, I, no, I don't. Well, think it kind of so. kind of goes with
3: something yeah. we were talking about during. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know. I don't know but, what, but <laughs> no, Sunday anyway. really. Yeah, I mean, you could you could still you could have drove driven there. There was plenty. of... You'd still be of, sitting in traffic. No, there. No, only when you leave. There's a lot of um no, covered oh, covered parking. The only problem is you got to make it from the covered parking all the way into the convention center without getting wet. Good luck with that. Uh, and okay, then, if you're
3: the type of boater well, that is left. not willing to get wet walking from the parking garage, which is literally a two-and-a-half-minute walk to the convention center, you have no business being in a boat.
2: If they were handing out towels and they had one of those big blowers with hot air coming out, that would have been great. And as far as... Um, Chevy was handing out uh, T-shirts.
3: Really? But you had to take a survey. So they're out there, and they were the ugliest T-shirts ever. No offense, Chevy, but gray with the white Chevy uh, lettering. And then you didn't have any
1: size large. Hmm. Well, we know somebody. Thanks a lot.
3: Well, you know, <laughs> he's not wearing it today. That's no, all right. I gave is. him Greg's email address. good. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. you know that <laughs> is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could trade in that little Ridgeline anytime for a real oh, okay. truck now. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So well, anyway. All
1: that spam from Chevy, Greg. All right. That's fine. But, uh, I mean, overall, I mean, I, you know, we didn't hear anything that was bad about the boat show other than no, the weather no, no. might have, uh, you know, dampened uh, spirits a little bit on Sunday, might affect the overall numbers at the end of the day. But but everybody was reporting uh, good activity and that kind of thing. So that's good. Uh,
3: yeah. The, no, o- the only bad stuff overall. you heard
1: was from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. And the carpet was push. Was it? Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. More coming up on the World of Boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of
3: just to it. Be adventurous.
0: Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse, Cava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Cava Screw, put a brain fork in him, he's done. you have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast what you doing in my waters just taking the air you know not fishing then how come this hook's in my head, Paul? I want to go fishing. This
1: is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew and reflecting on the Miami International Boat Show. attendance might have been off a little bit because of a washout on Sunday, last day of the show, but uh, overall things seem to be going pretty good. People selling boats. Is there any other, uh, you know, recap of, things that you heard from the show that we need to share today, uh, Patrick, or we got that base covered?
3: Uh, I think we got that base covered. I think I think one of the things that Miami as a whole, and it's it's a challenge.
2: Wait, wait,
1: Miami it's, as a whole?
2: No, no, Oh, no. oh, oh come on. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Depend uh, on who you talk to. Uh, I'm going
2: to have to cut off his mic I now. kid,
1: I kid. Miami
3: as a whole. Uh-huh. Um, they've got to continue to grow this They've they've really got to they one they've got to get that road construction stuff in conjunction with the state they've got to get that's been ongoing for the last twenty five years. Mm. Um, well. Look, you you got you got to get a handle on this thing, and um, I think they they need to do they have to do a better job of traffic control um, for those four days and not leave it at or those five days and not leave it at the mercy of traffic signals i think you gotta whether it's you're taking on hiring you're bringing in from other departments uh, but to really if you can get people in and you can get people out m- more efficiently and they have a better experience getting to the show and leaving the show um you're going to grow your attendance yeah. I, and this is one of the reasons why I tend to only go down once every few years because <laughs> the traffic is just. I had to, again, I had to leave Orlando, had to leave Orlando at 3 a.m. Otherwise, it would have cost me an additional hour and a half. And I base that on
2: people that I know that left Orlando at four. Let, let, let's put it this way when I contacted Patrick to see, hey, had you left yet? And. You could tell in his text that he was really growling at the traffic as it was slowly moving along. Mm -hmm. Something that would have taken 10 minutes to get across the causeway. Oh, you mean when I left? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I left 45 minutes to get from one end of the causeway to the other, and then up I-95 during, you know... It wasn't even rush hour yet. No, no, it does, because you have teachers in schools letting out between 2 and 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You have construction workers leaving at 3 and 3.30. So that is a... I mean, when the, when the HOV lanes are backed up, you know you're in a world well, of trouble. Right? Welcome
1: to Miami. It's just a yeah. part of the territory. <laughs>
2: well, that, again,
1: that, that's one of the things. I mean, people are willing
3: to put up with a lot. But in this day and age, I mean, I want to get there. I want to get in. I want to see what I want to see. And I want to go. And honestly, if they want to learn how to do it, um, hire the folks from Disney. Yeah. They're pretty uh, when good it comes to traffic people. control and moving people efficiently in and out um, at Disney's Disney's got it down pretty darn well, but overall, you know, the boat show positives coming out. I know one thing that, that Barry had asked me about was, you know, I had mentioned that our, we unveiled our new 50 SAV and there were some other manufacturers as well that unveiled uh, new models. And a lot of those of course are the first ones built or what, what's known as a prototype. So coming out of the engineering department and Barry's question uh, to me was, you know, from prototype to production, you know, are we ready to go? And the answer to that is yes. Um, The second 50 SAV uh, is already being built. Um, It will now involve, they'll start to bring uh, key people from manufacturing to work with the engineering team on the assembly process. And then the third one, will be totally uh, in the manufacturing realm. Engineering will have some support uh, coming up, but where the second one is going to be built back in the engineering department with manufacturing coming back, right. the third one will actually be on the manu- in the manufacturing building on the line. And again, with engineering coming in then at that point for support, um, and to uh, work on any plus the production engineers that are going to be heavily involved. So based on the first one and the extensive offshore testing that was done,
1: Barry's boat uh, will be ready. When
3: <laughs> they, they have a list of things of course, that they find that, okay, this, this didn't work. This didn't work. We need to improve this. We need to improve this. So those in manufacturing, certainly in boats, you find it in of course, automotive as well. There are always running changes that are going to occur. Uh, But coming into building the second one, we learned what we needed to on the first. That's why it's a prototype. Uh, Overall, construction is solid. Boat performs exceptionally well. It is an amazing ride, especially in all kinds of water and weather. Um, So now it's down to these uh, final tweaks and start to train the manufacturing staff on building it.
1: And Barry will take delivery when? Uh, uh, as soon as well, he
3: can write the check for uh, $1.7 million. 1.7 oh, I, could write
1: million. A, I could write a check, just don't cash it. Well, that second boat, <laughs> when will we be ready for delivery? How, how how long do you think it'd be, Patrick, about?
3: Uh, based on where I know they're at right now, uh, should be ready to go. The end of March. Okay. Well, and then number good.
2: one, would it be worth uh, more yeah, money? Well, what happened? Yeah. What happens to number one? Does yeah. someone get to buy it or is that going to be like a museum piece? Uh, no, we do not have a museum. The, uh,
3: first boats, uh, will eventually get sold this one because the build, uh, numbers on this model, although we've got solid orders, we're not looking at, you know, building five a month because this boat is going to be built on a production line where other models are built, probably the 38 SAV. Um, and in that, you know, it's, it's a pacing. So I think we had one order that fell through uh, that I didn't count in those numbers that I gave you, but that was because the, the, the buyer wanted it, wanted to take delivery like immediately. And it's like, yeah, yeah we've already got orders in front of you, you know, and this is when you could expect to take delivery and a lot of customers, based on what they saw and the way that they're going to be a- able to option the boat, uh, are more than willing to wait um, to take delivery of that boat, whether it's uh, middle of this year, towards the end of this year, early next year. Uh, well, orders are well, number coming one, in.
1: though, will it have any kind of added value? No, not it, at all. It has
3: no added value. It's going to make its rounds at different boat shows, probably magazine tests. Uh, things like that, so it's going to get some additional runtime. Uh, as I said, since those production numbers, even though we've got solid orders, those production numbers are not are going to be low. This boat is going to get used extensively for promotional boat show. Uh, sales events, things like that.
2: Yeah, what do do, you think, do, the, yeah. do the original engineers and builders, all that, all the people that get into it, do they get to sign the boat somewhere? I would think we so. Ha- we do not sign boats. Really, uh, we are we
3: are
1: above signing. Oh,
3: boats. Oh
2: come, on. Uh, you can sign it in the engine compartment. I'll you tell know, you like, what. If
1: I bought that one. boat, uh, if I was had boat number one. Yeah. I, I would make a big deal about that. You, you should be able to flip it like, "Hey, this is
2: the first one. Come on, it's a. It was signed by Captain Patrick and,
1: and Gre- Greg. Your first mate was on board. <laughs> well, well, no. When they when they go to when this boat eventually gets sold, totally depreciated. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll try to play that card. It'll probably work against us in that sense. Yeah. More coming up. Stay close This just got serious.
0: Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com.
1: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message, and we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldaboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter.
0: successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the what? The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun, the sea, air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I want sun, I want sand, I want spa. Spa, facial, but nothing too remote because I'm a people person. I like to socialize. Islands are good? Islands are great. All right. I'm thinking... (gasps) I love the Bahamas. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. We can get you to the Pink Sands Beach. We can fly you direct into Nassau. This is perfect. Let's do it. Bahamas. Bahamas. Here I come, baby. Bahamas.
1: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater rounding out the crew. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm surprised uh, Patrick didn't pick up on this, but if you had the first boat of a new model off the production line, that, that, that is, uh, that's serious bragging rights. I, I think you could flip that. You could turn that into a collector's item kind of thing. Are you telling me that doesn't happen, Patrick? Come on.
2: That is correct, Greg.
1: Oh, and yeah. that's
2: the end of that. Okay, let's move on. Well, what do you think, <laughs> uh, Barry?
1: Wouldn't you, wouldn't uh, you think it would be kind of cool if you it, had the first it, one?
2: It, it might be cool. It also might be a pain because the first one may have all kinds of little defects that were fixed well, in that, number two, three, and four, and well, five. Well, that may six. be the
1: case. But I'm just saying as far as like if you try to resell it, like, hey, this is the first I, one. I don't I'll know. Be, it's like you a collector's both, item, isn't it?
2: You guys are both guitar people. Is the first guitar always the best or... Well, it's you know, not about
1: what's the best. It's about, you know, they do number guitars. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That is a thing. And
2: boats have serial numbers, too. Yeah. But and my it, checkbook has a serial number on it. It starts at 100 and moves up.
1: Right. So, but uh, so. you don't think that's a thing at all, huh, Patrick? Or are you just, like, you don't like it?
2: Or what is it's it? It's not a thing, Greg.
3: It's it's not a thing in the industry.
1: Okay. So the the first uh, boat model, I mean, those are no, collector's it items.
3: No, it is not a collector's item.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm when, telling when you people, what, I'm going to flip it like that. Okay. I'm going to play when that pe-
2: card. When when people bought Corvettes 30 or 40 years ago, yeah. to them it was just a car. Now, some of them might have become collector's items, yeah, but the majority of them are just cars. So I think that's what Patrick's saying.
1: Well, maybe that's the
2: case. And, and, you,
3: and you have to remember, even, whether it's the first one or the thousandth one, it's mm. only worth what somebody's willing to pay for. Well, Absolutely. True. Right.
1: Right. But if you put that in the description, hey, by the way, this is the first one off the production
2: line.
3: I'd Cha-ching! be like big whoop. I'd be well, like, maybe. oh, so this is the one they made all the mistakes
2: on? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that was the prototype. <laughs> that was well. That that would also that have would a be number, the first too. one. The first no, one.
1: I'm not talking about the prototype. I'm talking about the first one in the production the line, first like
2: production you just described. Line. Yeah. So and that if would, we could be a thing. If we yeah. scratch out the serial number, no, on your you don't.
3: No, line, you don't scratch out serial numbers.
2: Okay, on this yeah. ridge line, just put a bunch of zeros. Oh, geez. And a one. we stop. That would with make the ridge it even less. Already. less veil. But, uh, but,
1: <laughs> but uh, the the guys who make the first one, even the prototype, they don't like sign the inside of the the frame no. or something. Like after you guys have completed the frame. prototype, wait, who? Did, I mean, what, you know, the f- the hull or whatever. You, <laughs> you guys just sign it, like people no, do when they do, do.
3: We don't do like. Um, uh, uh the manufacturer did for rusty when he bought his boat where they all signed it and then a year later rusty sold the boat and then the guy who bought the boat is like what the hell are all these names doing inside <laughs> this boat
1: that makes it more valuable but was gonna, it, gonna, it, it I, was I, it no none of those people it, even work it? for the
2: company anymore oh they don't well that well maybe scra- you just scratch them out that's all
1: <laughs> uh you don't scratch any of that it makes it uh, uh, more listen, valuable wait, when it comes to
3: boat when it comes to boat shows we've all been to boat shows mm-hmm. yes And I dare say, I believe that a large percentage of our listeners have been to boat shows over the years. So one thing that I did notice at at Miami, uh, and not with uh, the manufacturer that I work for, because I think we always do an exceptional job with our booth setup and the way we display. But I did see with a lot of big name boat manufacturers that their displays, and you would think Miami being, I'd say that we would call it, Probably the premier boat show in the United States.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that, uh, that and Flips,
1: Flips being Lauderdale, the
3: in-water, Annapolis you know,
1: for sailing for sure. Yeah, um, those are three big. So, big three, my I
3: think. my, how are you influenced at all by a manufacturer's booth and the way that it looks? Because I saw a lot of stuff that looked really aged, peeling, flaking paint. Threadbare carpet, which would have really upset greg um <laughs> hmm. ju- just it's like, man, you guys aren't even trying anymore you're just you, could you slight could you get a can a can of spray paint and just and just paint this stuff to to kind of freshen it up, and it's like now nah, we we I think a lot of them are just like, you know what customers really they don't care, do you guys care I uh,
2: really it's I, subliminal, I, I think. Yeah, I've it's never really marketing. paid it. Yeah, I've never really paid attention. I mean, if it would have to be really noticeable, if you walked up a ramp, a wooden ramp, and the paint's peeling, and it looks like it was just thrown I'm together. There you,
3: there were, there were some someone stuff. was like that. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. I, now I you you know you know our booth. I mean, it is white carpet. Yeah, white, white, white. In fact, they they did all new carpet uh, this year. I mean, it was Arctic white, brilliant, bright white um really stands out Mm -hmm. you know in a display like that plus all the all the seating that they had was all like this uh island turquoise color so it was a really nice contrast a really nice new reception desk that was built specially for i mean really really kind of stands out and again there are some uh uh, again i'd say our competition uh those manufacturers were you know as i'm going through and i am looking at stuff like that it's like Man, everything from the skirting to the stairs to the uh, platforms, the staging,
2: everything like that, it's like, this this looks really, really rough. And I could see where you would notice it and the average person wouldn't. It's the same as if a chef went to a restaurant just to have a dinner. And they start dissecting everything they're eating and and well, how they are being served and all that. It's that, that, that may same be, idea.
1: That may be Barry, but uh, you know th- this is all about marketing. This is about your handshake. This is about the image that you want to project to the public. Well, it's, uh, is, you is, know is, some it's, bi- some companies you know put a lot more value in that than others, and others may think it's a big waste of money because it cost a fortune it, to have that white carpet and it all that kind of stuff too. It, so. And I'll tell depends. you,
3: with with the number with the number of manufacturers, that everything was very dark. That really doesn't work for me. And as much as a, a a problem as that bright white carpet, you know those those colors are, it really does lend itself to show the product off more than going into a manufacturer space. And it's just dark. Yeah, it's just dark. It it it's 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 moody. I don't like it. Well, I think
1: um, uh, the the general public. Would, would go and walk through that and they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily know why they like this manufacturer better than this other manufacturer they may not be able to articulate it but they may there's something about this this looks cooler this looks free really a, more of a class yes. you know uh, yeah. yeah they, that, they that gave that us helps. free booze or whatever <laughs> you know all that stuff does have an effect there's it's marketing. Yes, we did not do it's that, that by the way i just wanted, no. yeah. want to yeah sure. but i'm just saying um, it, that is marketing 101 and you know some like I said some manufacturers may maybe have a tighter marketing budget and they don't want to spend the money on that and they think they don't need to but I think the ones that do make the investment especially long term I think it pays off because it is your image it's what uh, the public sees and they may not be able to articulate it but I'll, I'll tell you what they'll think yeah there was something about that one manufacturer with the white carpet boy that was fancy fancy and boy I'd love to have one of those I'd be somebody I'd be somebody like those folks. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think that's how it works. That's my two cents. Right. Moving on to some other stuff. Okay. Um, can we, it, there's
3: a news story that was posted on WorldBoating uh, world of boating.com uh, and of course, world of boating Facebook page. So if you haven't checked this out, please do so subscribe, like us, whatever it is that you have to do to get our news feed. I promise you will not be bombarded uh, throughout the day with uh, stupid news stories. I only do the ones that I feel are important. The ones that Greg sends me, I ignore unless it has poop in the title, and then I post it and make fun of Greg. So, uh, another, yet another boat car is getting ready to enter the market. This is the Trident LS1. That will be the world's first hydrofoil electric car boat designed to prevent seasickness. Tell you more about it on the backside of this commercial.
1: All right. That's
0: coming up on the World of Boating. listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Listen up. The ship is sinking.
3: Okay? We're going down right now. Just wrap your heads around the reality of that. In five minutes, this ship is going to be at the bottom of the lake. And there aren't enough spaces on the lifeboat. Who are we gonna save? Who's gonna
1: fix this ship? This is the world of boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and talk about not flying cars, but boating cars. Maybe uh, maybe it should uh, fly as well as boat. That that would I mean let's bring Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, back to life. Easy already. with that. I mean, we should. I mean, we we, we I, need I them
3: all. I prefer submarine car. No, I just I didn't know if he had enough delay built up in the dump button
1: nah, to professionals.
3: Yeah, except for me. Guess, anyway, so you, you found at. this uh boat show? <laughs>
1: uh No, not boat show. It so, wasn't so at
3: the fit- boat show. Uh, I did not see it at the boat show, but uh, it is a news story that posted on worldtheboating.com and the World of Boating Facebook page. And this is uh, Poseidon Amphib Works, um, which really is a very clunky name. Uh, so it's a company that's based in San Diego, Miami, plans to revolutionize the car boat vehicle by delivering what it says will be a tranquil experience, whether you're on a busy freeway or in a bustling bay. Since most existing amphibious vehicles move over water as bumpy as a jet ski, CEO and founder Steve Tice said he thought to create a vehicle for day-to-day commute, so it's going to be a hydrofoil. And they've been working on this since 2021. And here's my thing, guys. Can we just, can we just say that the, the car-boat hybrid just does not work? Why? It, there, there's no market for this. It, it it does there's it's there's no market for it why you're not going to first of all saltwater environment uh largely probably uh when we're talking about bays and things like that so i got to drive to a boat ramp yeah. i got to i was going to mention that <laughs> i've got to convert my car into this thing drive it down to bo- first of all good luck getting to the boat ramp uh don't know if you see it, especially down here in florida if you've seen them as of late Good luck. Of course, people driving down a boat ramp is a common occurrence, so maybe not too far out of the norm. I hmm. uh, heard it happens a lot with uh, Honda Ridgelines. So, <laughs> um, when you go and you, you whether it's a press of a button or whatever, and it gets started underway, and then I, I reach my speed and the hydrofoil effect takes and now I'm skirting over the water. Yay! All right. Now, where am I going? And is there a boat ramp boat that, ramp that, that I can get out of the water with and how do I desalt my boat car? It just doesn't seem to be that there's a true market. I don't know what the market is for this other than, look at me. Because let's face it, there's been amphibious cars for a long, long time now. Um, and I just don't get it. I don't know why people keep going back to this model. Well, they look uh, cool.
1: I mean, you can but rent them down enough. over at Disney for fun. Cruise well, around yeah. the
2: lake. Yeah, that's about the only place you'd be able to use them. Well, if you this, remember- this
1: one. What? By the way, uh, you say they're based in uh, San Diego. Is that what you? And said? Miami. Oh, and Miami. So, uh, is it electric or no?
2: It is
3: electric.
1: Okay. Well, that that might help a little bit with the saltwater issue then, because uh, you know we have less <laughs> salt water and electric. Yeah, if it's sealed up.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, no. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh,
3: this turns out to be a three-wheel vehicle. So you got two, two in the front, one in the rear, which oh, I think okay. technically makes it a motorcycle. Um, I'd have to check Florida law because I think that you might actually have to have a motorcycle license uh, for that. Uh, but again, can we just pronounce... Listen, stop with the the amphibious cars. Nobody wants your stupid amphibious cars. I don't care who the manufacturer is. I don't care how great the technology is. I don't care that it's a hydrofoil. Nobody wants your amphibious car. It doesn't have any practical use because based on where you live and, oh, I can get into the water here and I can bypass all this traffic, but then I got to get, I got to, again, I got to have a boat gotta, ramp somewhere where I'm going <laughs> exactly. and eventually get back through traffic to get to where I need to be. Just stop.
2: And and if you're going down or up the intracoastal, it's it's idle <laughs> speed anyhow. You'll never get on that hydroplane. You have to be out in the ocean to do that. Okay. So, well, mean,
1: well, wait, if it's a three wheeler though, I mean, uh, is this a, instead of when you say it's more of like a car boat, is this maybe closer to like a hybrid between a, a wave runner and a motorcycle?
3: No, they already said it, it, it unlike other ones that are more like a jet ski, this is not. Okay. So uh, it's, it's this, more practical this is, on land. It, it. It'll hit ninety-five miles an hour on land. Okay. So they wow. say. Um, and it's very odd looking, uh, to say the least. It kind of looks like um, I don't know,
2: a chopped off tic tac. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> It looks like it looks like something that Disney would have made a ride out of. Okay. I mean, a future this is the future car, you know, maybe ten, fifteen years ago, twenty okay
1: so <laughs> but, but I mean, again, I don't, the is that an
2: endorsement or uh, i don't know patrick liked it. but i mean again it, it, if you think about it let's say you wanted to go to work you want to go to downtown miami there are no boat ramps in downtown miami that i know of and i've taken my boat down there uh so you have to find a place you could launch from let's say uh john U. Lloyd, uh park and then go out in the ocean and then drive all the way down if its uh, seas are only one foot. Look, their yeah.
3: their, their marketing is uh, drivers will be able to park the seven-foot-long vehicle in a garage, a key mm-hmm. requirement for the engineering company, uh, but not for most drivers or boat owners. The vehicle also removes the need for a tow vehicle, which runs the risk of falling into the water while releasing a boat, the owner of the company said. Okay, first of all, that's not a thing, okay? The the risk of a, a, a vehicle, vehicles don't fall into the water. They can slide down the ramp, certainly. You can back in too far and get hung up, and all of a sudden, you got problems. You got problems taking the boat off where you didn't un- unstrap it, and you wind up pulling the vehicle back. But if you're a, a conscientious boater uh, and somebody who takes their boat to the water like Barry does, you bring wheel chocks with you. Oh, yeah. Not only do you wheel, bring wheel chocks, you bring safety cones, flashing yellow lights. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. No, no,
2: I don't do that. It's the a one sky time. Hook, just in case. The one time on a really steep <laughs> ramp. airbags, where, where I let go of the brake and we started sliding backwards, I said, this is not good. So that's when the uh, wheel chalk came in.
1: Well, and then I'd, you thought, hey, if I only had a boat that I could drive. Boat. Yeah, on the street, uh, this I
2: wouldn't have to deal with any of this. I mean, it would be a nice There's toy. No There's your market! No, it, it's a nice toy to take it out. It would be an unusual thing to take it out for the day. But, but again, it's, it's limited where you can use it. But it's that's not a sustainable yeah. market. No, it isn't. You know, Especially
3: they've had these the price, again over the years. Expensive. They had the ones that look like Jeeps and they had the ones that look like Porsches and Lamborghinis. Yeah, and you know, kind of uh, things, yeah. yeah the that was Lotus free and all yeah. this other stuff. And it's just there, look, guys, I, your market plan.
2: But if sucks. you do want to sell nobody it, nobody is going to buy this. If you do want to sell it, it should be a car, boat, submarine. Well, that it might be, be cool. if you uh, run it improperly. Because <laughs> you could take it out of the inlet yeah. and then dive down. Again, and, like, say, here's what you do. Nobody is you, going to buy
1: this. Oh, no. I'll tell you <laughs> what. They'll buy the first one off the production line, and then they'll if flip they it as a collector's it. item <laughs> and make millions. <laughs> like, hey, remember this idea that didn't work?
3: I as got one Patrick of them. As Patrick
2: signs it. Yeah. The,
1: the
3: world does not need <laughs> another amphibious car that nobody's going to buy. Yeah,
1: but All this right. one's electric, so it's different. So who knows? The world does not need a, a another amphibious car. There's a lot no of things that the world does buy. not need, though, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you this is the world of boating radio show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just I just file this one under you know things we did
1: not need in 2024. Okay, be for. careful because uh, they'll, they'll lump us into that category as well. All right, uh, on that disturbing note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember whether it is sail or motor, life is, life better, is better as a, a boater. Say, boating, everyone.